0: Warning, if you're faint of heart or easily offended, this show is not for you. Mm. I do not want to lose at anything. I like to win in everything I do. So that's the thing that I've learned I felt better on your show than I was. I mean, they've seen me at Live at the Bike lose my shit and just I straddled against Doug Polk, 10,000. I was like, let's go, you know, just let's go all in 10,000. You've actually told me before at the table, get up and take a walk. You yeah. actually suggested, hey, why don't yeah. you go for a walk? Yeah, go go blow some steam, man. Yeah. Like you're you're doing dumb shit. Oh, then I went to Baccarat. Probably lost another fifteen. <laughs> so it's like. like. <laughs>
1: Welcome to the Nick Vertucci show. I am Nick Vertucci. I am here with Josh Maciello. Josh, where have you been? Where the hell have you been? We haven't seen you on the show in 2 months, 3 months.
0: It's no, it's been way longer than that. Five I months? I haven't played. I think it's 7 months now. Going on 7 months. 7 months. Yes. Okay,
1: so before we before we get to a lot of things which I think some of your uh, some of your personal stuff and your business is probably one of the reasons I haven't seen you. Yeah, well, I know that we're friends, but yes. I'm gonna let you tell us. And um, so you are uh, you're from Brooklyn, New York.
0: I am from Brooklyn, New York, okay. born and, and raised.
1: Yeah, and you got a wife, three kids. Uh,
0: my beautiful wife, Anna, My daughter Nicole, 22. And my twin boys, 17. They're my nice. heart, my soul, my life.
1: Okay, tell the tell the people watching and listening who who is Josh? Like, where have you been the last seven months? What have you been doing?
0: So, as you know, because we are friends, yeah. uh, I started a, a studio right before the pandemic, a media company studio called Global Ascension Studios. Um, I start with two amazing partners, Derek Chan used to be the head of Global of DreamWorks Animation, and Arthur Sarkisian, who will be on the show, by the way. Uh, Arthur's the, one of the most famous producers, did all the Rush Hour movies, Yeah. Uh, just had the protege come out with uh, Sam Jackson, Michael Keaton, just did Memory with Liam Neeson, uh, promoting my partner. Uh, but Arthur is is a genius. Everybody in his town knows him. So we formed a studio. We uh, we bought we got some land in Make Vegas. Movies. Abs- absolutely, we're doing and we're doing all media, not just movies. Uh, we're going to be doing TV. We're going to be doing reality. We're going to be doing feature film. Uh, so, you know, we we picked up twenty acres in Henderson. Uh, so we're going to be building. We start like end of first quarter, beginning of second quarter next year. Building a state of the art studio. It's going to be. I mean, Derek said when he did DreamWorks, it was 500,000 square feet. We think we're going to go a little bit bigger than that. So,
1: you guys are going to go into uh, Vegas? Oh, absolutely. All right. No Hollywood.
0: It's, you know, there's just no incentive to stay here and do it. Yeah. You know, the Nevada sure. gives you really good incentives now to come there. That's why the Mark Wahlbergs and all these guys are going that They're way. They're moving well. there? Absolutely. Nice. Absolutely.
1: Nice. And, uh,. You used to be part of like you were a talent scout for, uh, but can they sing? And then you were involved with Deal No Deal in production? Yeah, so,
0: so what happened is I worked for a really, really interesting group of folks uh, who brought me on many, many moons ago to help them. They were just launching VH1 shows. Uh, and from that, their first show was a show called But Can They Sing, and it was all these athletes and all that. So I would recruit the talent. We had Larry Holmes, and we had all these folks, the Gotti, uh, the Gotti's grandsons. We had could any them. of them sing? Oh, <laughs> they tried. I am going to beat nobody up, but they definitely tried to sing. And from that, that production was able to start doing a show called Deal or No Deal, which Howie Mandel hosted, yeah, I and mean, it yeah. became really, really popular. So I got my my chops wet. I did would you say. Did you know Howie? I did not, I was around him though in different, I used to, so my real first break in life, uh, when I came to California, Bud Friedman, God rest his soul, he just passed away. He created all the improvs. So Bud hired me to run the showroom on the Melrose Improv, 21 years old. So I was, my job was putting comedians on the stage and taking them off the stage at 21 years old. And I met Howie several times there. Uh, was really he really a germaphobe? Yes, yes, he was. I mean, literally the fist pump and all that. Absolutely. Yeah. So, and I always say one day, you know, I'm going to grab him for real, but, uh, but I never He probably would have died. Yeah, he probably would Now,
1: one thing I skipped over, you uh, you were a baseball player.
0: I, I played a very high level of college. Uh, I, I was at rookie ball for the Marlins and uh, I hurt my arm. I had a bad injury. I popped my bicep tendon, uh, needed surgery. And I remember at that time, a pitcher? I was real no, actually I was an outfielder, but because I had a cannon for an arm, they brought me into pitch, mm. not teaching me the different mechanics of how you throw from the outfield to pitching. And I popped my bicep tendon, and still threw an inning uh, after that. And I remember in the rehab, they said, it's gonna take you this long. And just seeing all these horses of kids that were there. I didn't want to do it, Nick. You know, yeah. I uh, my dad left when I was one. Uh, you know, we we rekindled our relationship since, but my mom raised me. Um, I wanted a family. I wanted I wanted the husband, wife, kids around the table, and all that rehab and all that just didn't seem worth it to me.
1: Yeah, no, I get it. I totally get it.
0: Uh, and you also own an energy company? What's we that? do. We do. So in uh, 2015, uh, the same gentleman, Derek Chan, and I started a company called Amici MPTS. Uh, we partnered with an amazing company uh, inventor named Adil Khan. He invented this uh, solution that you hook up to panels that reduce energy consumption. Uh, and not like all these black boxes that everybody talk about, but this actually works. It does a great job. Our biggest customers are the military. We're in NORAD. the Pen- Pentagon and other places like that. Uh, we're in a lot of Air Force bases, GSA buildings. So we're really excited. That that thing is uh, is getting ready to blow up pretty big for us. That's cool. And wow, you're so you got your hands in a lot of things. What's Project Eggshell? So back in, and this one is a hard, this hurts me in my heart because I actually sat down with Ada Patterson at Google several times. So back in 2012, 2010, 2012, my brother-in-law and I, before you guys had all these earpieces that you could put in, we said, wow, you go to a sports bar and you sit down and you got all these TVs going on, but they put music in the background because you can't have each individual game. We invented a technology that was a plastic piece that you would snap and it would give you four hours. You can put it on and put the channel of the game you're watching hmm. so you can literally have an earpiece on. So it hmm. actually worked. We did it. It worked. But then techno- technology just beat you us. You got ran over. Got ran over.
1: We got ran over. And what's the current movie you guys are working on?
0: Uh, we're working on the Ross Cappuccione story. Very famous thing. If you guys want to Google, we have a... Uh, we have a documentary going on. It's about 20 minutes long showing what we're going to make as the movie with Ross speaking. Ross was brutally shot three times with a shotgun and survived. And he attests everything to, to God. God saved his life. Uh, you know, a, a stupid act. I don't want to give away the storyline, but you'll see it in the documentary. Okay. To where this kid was was blasted at close range with a shotgun three times. And by the grace of God, he was able to survive.
1: Wow when does this come out
0: uh, we're in we're in pre-production now figure within a year we should have it ready to go
1: right cool yeah. and what's my next part in what movie
0: I, I think there's an amazing policeman role in that <laughs> and due to your previous uh, Life, you know, you could fit you know it perfectly. Yeah,
1: I'm an actor. I was in the I, the big gold brick. I, I, I robbed you. Andy Garcia at listen, gunpoint.
0: Listen, I, I saw you and I said yeah. to you, Nick, I was impressed. You yeah. have some chops Let's on it. call
1: you. me Nicky One Take. Nikki. <laughs> well, I hope so. It saves us money. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. Um, nice. Okay, so I'm going to ask you a question now. You don't have to answer it. I, I almost feel like, I, well, I'm just going to fucking, I'm just going to ask you. We're here to talk about anything, yeah, right? Might. I'm open book. You took a lot of heat. You, you have told me, and, and it is out there that you made a bid at the Los Angeles Dodgers to buy the Los Angeles of course with investors yeah. correct yeah. wasn't
0: my money I yeah. want to make that clear everybody ran with yeah that. yeah
1: and is that something you want to tell us about because you took a lot of heat for that because of some articles that came out and what do you what do you want everyone to know about that
0: or do you want to pass no 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 I dude this is I don't I'm an open book first of all you can all right. ask me anything okay uh, the Dodger thing was very passionate to me with my baseball background. I partnered up with a guy named Fred Furrow, who was partnered with a gentleman named Mung Ho Lee. If you look Mung Ho Lee up, he owned Michael Jackson Enterprises with Michael Jackson, and he owned Sony BMG. He sat on the South Korean Stock Exchange. Really, really nice man. And I told them, hey, guys, I want to make a bid at the Dodgers. They said, what are you thinking? I says, well, they're only worth about $800 million, but... Uh, I believe that the team is 900 million bankrupt, so you're at one seven, mm-hmm. that if we get it over the 2B range, right. we're gonna buy the pay the most for a sports team ever. And my whole logic was, for the people that don't know about me, the TV rights deal was coming up, Nick. So what does that mean? Well, you were getting ready to make billions of dollars for 30 years of having the rights, whether it was Time Warner or Fox. Yeah. So I went to these big guys and I said, hey, this is what's going on. Well, a lot of folks weren't happy that, in their words, I was using somebody else's money to use a deal. I wasn't using my own money. That's, ste- how,
1: that's how most people do deals when they're in the billions.
0: Ex- exactly right. Yeah. And, and the funniest line I ever heard was, well, he's using foreign money, and at that time we were only thirteen trillion in debt to China and I said, It's all their their money. It's all foreign yeah, money. Yeah, technically. So, so when it became popular that, wait a minute, this guy went from 25 bidders and I made it down to the final five, the, the, the clause came out. Yeah. And now you well, saw, that's how our, it goes. You, that's you know, how... as, be, as well as anybody else. Yeah. Now the stories start coming out. He's a fraud. He's a this, yeah. but Fred Rogan held my bid up on NBC sports and said, we have his real before game.
1: you accomplish anything. Or if you do accomplish something great, or if you're in the works, that's when you're a target. It's just the way it is.
0: Okay, so what's new with the Dodgers? Do you believe what you read? Do you believe what you hear? Do you take everything with a grain of salt? Well, here's a fact. Josh Maciello, who we introduced you to, who owns Amitrol Entertainment, bid $2.2 billion. Hmm. Everybody I've talked to believes that is total insanity. Machiel, who had the documents to back it up. So, you know, that that's what happened. I was a fan favorite, you know, and it was so great because I went and played with all these retired Dodgers and bloggers, and I wound up like just outperforming even former players. So they saw, wait a minute, this guy can play the game too, and he wants to own the team. People didn't like that. I was becoming too much of a fan favorite, and I was saying things like, I love America. I'm a I'm a born yeah, black American. Uh,
1: isn't that something that we live in a day and age where if you say I love America you actually could take a lot of heat? it happened
0: in America Nick this was 2012 imagine what happened yeah. since then we went through the Trump era we went through now you know with the sleepy yeah. bonehead here uh, you know so for me you you have all this stuff that that you know I've dealt with back then by I mean if you I'll send you some of my clips I'm a blue blood American because I am look I'm Italian American but I'm born and raised here I love this country my grandparents came from Italy some of them came from Puerto Rico and Italy so for me I, I'm, I'm, I'm as real as they come as american i'm the american dream and i'm an entrepreneur look you know i ante up i'm I, why i'm here because you and i love poker and i i live my life like i play poker i go all in dude and i see what happens
1: yeah you you we've talked and you mentioned to me uh a uh, while back that you you live a life of business variance yeah yeah and you mentioned to me that you have a, a wife that has supported you through business variance because that could be tough because in business you know myself uh I've had a lot of up and downs, I've, I've went broke uh, one and a half times, basically one time, millions in debt, um, but you know, like yourself, uh, I just, you know, I have an entrepreneur spirit, and, and I, I can't do anything else, I don't know how to do anything else, but to create something, so I get it, man, and there's a lot of, we just mentioned it, there's a lot of heat you take when you create success, or are successful, and at the same time, um, you know, there's a lot of lumps, too that that you take and then there's a lot of rewards that you get from it too which people are jealous of
0: and 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 people in our day and age don't want to hear what really is going on they'd rather make assumptions and just put stuff out there about you because it's so easy for these click words I've them these these. excuse my language they're fucking pussies if you want to really know what they are because they hide behind a computer knowing that they never got to face a guy like you or I and they say whatever they want yeah. instead of you know and I'm a really down-to-earth cool guy I've had a lot of people who thought things differently about me got to know me sat with me yeah. and they're like oh my god you're the coolest guy ever well this is what happens when you communicate
1: when you with get people. to know somebody or you really know the true story yeah exactly um so anything else you want to say on the purchase of the dodgers thing was there was there you mentioned to me a long time ago tell me if this is true i don't want to get facts wrong but you mentioned to me that there was a particular uh publication that was also a bidder of the dodgers that attacked you so they had the ability to basically uh, hit your integrity
0: so one of the competing bidding groups owned a paper called the la weekly and when it came down Now is the
1: LA Weekly the same thing as the OC Weekly, the ones yeah, that advertised the, the pot and the weed and the hookers? They,
0: yeah, yeah. They they have the massage parlor ads on I, the back. Oh yeah. That's yeah. what really pays for their business. Yeah, um, well, yeah, I love that magazine. And and you know, so at that time and, and by the way, I'm not gonna say who, maybe he owns the Mets now or not, but I insu- I was insulted. <laughs> I was insulted maybe he
1: owns the Mets I
0: was now. I was insulted by one of the bidders. He insulted me. And uh, na,
1: I, I insulted him a little bit. <laughs> it's
0: exactly. I insulted him a little <laughs> bit a back. Little bit. So there was things. I mean, look, I was getting into talks and arguments with Mark Cuban. It was for me, it was a very fun part of my life. But that paper was a retaliation mm. to 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 things that were said. Because mm. I don't take shit. I don't give a fuck how much you're worth. I don't take shit from nobody. I don't care who you are, how much money you got. Because, again, I'm not coming after you. But if you come after me, yeah. now it's on. So, you know, that paper then went and wrote. A bunch of stuff where, and by the way, Nick, I, I want to say this. They wrote a lot of stuff that were true, but f- sprinkled it with lies.
1: Well, that's the best way to
0: do it, right? So was I was I ever arrested, which is what they said. Absolutely. I got arrested. I got, when I was 21 years old, I got caught in a car with thousands of Vicodin pills. Uh, I did have an attorney because it was very unusual circumstances to how it happened. And it got thrown out of court. Okay. It was dismissed. Now, yeah. conveniently, the LA Weekly sure. didn't say that part. All they said was, he's a convicted this, this, and that. Well, they didn't say it was thrown out of court and dismissed. You know, there was a lot of things like that that could have been said. But again, if you're trying to win a bid, you're conveniently not going to say that. And then do a retraction and print very small what really happened many right. weeks
1: later. Right. Yeah. No, I get it, man. That's, you know. And in fairness, not in fairness because it's it's shitty and cheesy, but... Kind of was business, it's right?
0: Business. Listen, and I'm Italian from Brooklyn. Yeah, it's I business. get it. It was a, look, they they took a shot. I don't play that way. By the way, For yeah, me, I get it. I'm, I'm not, but I get it. But you and understand
1: the world we live in, and sometimes that's business.
0: I and I'm a big boy. I didn't cry. I pulled up my pants. I understood, and I here I am again in their well, face. Well,
1: that's why. And I'm not going to go into this subject because I, I recently have talked to. Uh, uh, Houston Curtis mm-hmm. uh, that runs the the bike and him and I have been in talks to you know he we, we both feel like you know there should be a I, I don't want to call it a truce because there's really nothing but and and I said to him you know like I understand why your guys have been saying all these things from since day one and that's why you know I'm a fighter I go back at it and and I don't you know because i because if you notice I I support the Lodge yeah. They play on our show like it's there's nothing about it. and they actually have way more traction than than the bike It's nothing to do with business for me. But I understand that maybe that was business for them, but um, I don't play that way either. But but I also don't don't take it. And so I guess what my point was there. Um, I don't want to say anything uh, bad about those guys because I'm going to uh, possibly, you know, if they're willing to just knock it off. I'm only to knock it off. I, I, hey, look, more poker streams, just like more franchises and and you know people going after the Dodgers,
0: everything else. That that's good. There's room Ooh. for everybody. Nick, you know? I, I, as you know, uh, if you look at my players card, I actually think I have it in my pocket from the bike. It was 2001. I started going there. I started playing that show. Good. Live I wanted to the, ask, talk about poker. Let's yeah, transition to that. Go ahead. Live at the bike, yeah. 2006. Uh, I I, I I know streaming. I played it longer than anybody mm-hmm. that, that I mean it's it's Big Harry who you know. Yeah, I love very Harry. Well. Hey, by yeah. the
1: way, Harry, I know I don't see you and talk to you, but I love you. Yeah, Harry's one of my he's one
0: of my yep. closest friends. And uh and you know, so I was in that wave you know i was in there was three waves and then you guys came there was a there was a a wave that initially happened kenna james and all these guys tran and all these guys came in then this in came into live at the bike and started got playing, it, playing that show and then you had the next wave of folks and so me and harry were there for all the waves and you know, I'll never forget before you guys came, 2017. I had the biggest pot on line, at the bike. It was like 60 grand.
1: Yep. That was like oh, and <laughs> Back we were, in we the were day, playing for
0: yeah. me and Doug Polk, Ryan Feldman, your brilliant partner there. Uh, set up a game where Doug Polk had his own week and yeah. you know. And that's by speaking of the lodge, Doug, one of my favorite guys. Yeah, he. He speaks his truth and people don't like it, but I love the fact that he does that. But Doug came in and, you know, Alex Torelli and Kane Callis and all that, Ryan put together a good show. And, and you know, it was an amazing event. And then you guys came, yeah. the Garretts and Nick Vertucci's and, yeah. and that wave and took it to a whole other level, which I'm not jealous of that. I thought, wow, this is fucking awesome. And to see, quite frankly, where you guys have taken live streaming now, yeah. I mean, dude, crazy. I, I, I always tell people everybody's still looking at television. What you guys are doing on YouTube, if people look at the algorithms, you're crushing TV. No, there's no yeah, yeah, of poker TV show that can hang with you guys right now when you look at all the views you guys are getting. So, uh, you know, I, I'm proud of you guys. I'm proud of you seeing, first of all, seeing how you converted your game because, you know, watching you play it live with the bike. I used to say, damn, how am I not playing there no more? I can make a lot of money off yeah, this guy. Fuck you, man. Then, <laughs> <laughs> it's true though. And then now, yeah, you know, true. now you, you you're a fucking headache for people at the table and it's uh it's rewarding and i know why because we're friends because people i want to say this and and this was not choreographed he doesn't even know i was going to say this this man has been working Every single day on his they're, game, they're
1: gonna think that's choreographed.
0: Every single they can think what they want. I know, Fuck them, dude. Right. <laughs> every single day on his game with a coach, he, he he won't he won't say the name probably, but it's fine. Very qualified guy who is da- demolishing the poker world right now in every facet. His yeah. coach. So when you realize that that's what he's doing and you see it, then you don't have to put up with all these stupid fucking tweets and allegations and all that i mean handsome the guy sits like this now and the things that you guys are the (laughs) things you guys are looking for what are you signaling me nick i call i call it's like yeah and ronnie yeah ronnie's in on it and fucking i don't even think you've ever even talked to the other guy they accused you of mars mars Mars. you and mars probably had like three conversations in your life i mean it's just it's a shame what you fuckers out there gotta do for attention it really really is but i guess hey look that's your business model. Yeah. You need to try well, you know to bring what, people down. You know
1: what? You know what's crazy to me is that it's like this. I know no one's going to believe this wasn't planned, but fuck it. Uh, it's like this. Look, there is no reason why the poker community shouldn't be in tune, in touch, concerned, uh, looking into things. Look, uh, th- no problem with that at all. And but but I think if you. If you really like, let's look at it this way. What if, what if none of that happened? Just let's say it for, I know nothing happened with me, but what if just nothing happened? How fucked up is it? Because listen, Josh, I wanna say this too. We brought, we have done more for the poker world than anyone has done in a long time at Hustler Casino Live at High Stakes Poker Productions. And that doesn't exempt us from scrutiny. Actually more of it should come. And it doesn't exempt us from wrongdoing if there is. But if you really love poker and you want what's best for the poker community, do what you're doing if that's, if that's your cross you want to carry. But just do it properly and ethically and factually that's that I'm cool with that so that's that's the part that's a bummer because you know a lot of these people claim that they're just you know poker f- and I'm not talking about like the Matt Berkey's look Matt did a show on what he thought the security should have been that was his opinion I've said it before I got really defensive about his delivery and and how he went about it um, and he's very uh, set in his ways I'm set in my ways and it went to shit I'm not talking about guys like him guys like him should be able to say whatever they want to say uh, and do and have their opinions as everyone else should. But when, and, and, and Matt's never done this. He's never, he has alluded to my stats, but he's never came after me personally. He's never come after and said those words that he thinks something's happening. He just discusses the the stats and the numbers, which is fine. But when you flat out come out to a guy like, like there even someone, don't say who, but someone was mentioning even like the other night that Mike, Mike X was something like this, right? And it's like, it's just like, when does that stop? You know what I'm saying? Like, it's it's just, if you really love the poker community, respect it. Like, and same with me. I didn't respect it. I, I've made a lot of mistakes. Uh, I I went about a lot of the things at the beginning of this very poorly, which I think is total negative EV for poker, for me, for my show, for my partner, and everything else. And it's a learning experience because if you've never been in somebody's shoes when you're when they're going through something like that, it's... You don't know, you know. You have to put yourself in that position and really
0: be in it, right? Look, you guys, you're you're emotional. We know this. (laughs) I know this. Okay, and and I should have a third nipple. And and I I don't. But and the you should. And the one thing I will say though is, you always will apologize when you're wrong. Yeah, you will. You're you're not dug in. You'll realize. You'll hear it out. You'll ask somebody to explain to you why they're feeling that way and then yeah. you and you apologize. And and you've done it and and look, you nobody realizes the Everything that was coming at you during that time and how important this show is and why we're talking about it so much and why I'm happy to be here and talking about it is because I am and have been involved in this live stream world so long. I've been a champion of not only you guys here but even Feldman at Live at the Bike seeing what he was able to accomplish. So now that you're on top, everybody wants to knock everybody off the top, off the the top of their, their mountain. And what you guys went through you can't stop a show there's so many things people you had to deal with it in real time and you guys did and like I told you I know you guys. I play on that show. I put my money on the table. Guys like Wesley go and put a million dollars. Nick A put a million dollars because they know. Not everybody knows. They just sit from their perches on the sideline trying to say what you guys are. We're there. We're in the trenches with you guys. We trust our money on that table.
1: There's only one person who really doesn't play on the show ever more than once or twice that I know may be a little leery of putting millions on the table uh, until he's convinced. But other than that, Every single person that has played our show is continuing to play our show. Everybody that knows us knows it's the people that don't know us. And 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 fairness to everyone. Look, even if Ryan and I are clean, like we are, fine. But I understand that there could be things in our staff. So that's all being. That's all. But it's okay
0: to look into it. Like Berkey, I have no problem with what Berkey suggested as far as security measures, that's fine. Do that. There's a difference of accusing and suggesting and as long as they always say hey look this should be done this way this should be done that way this is my opinion that's fine yeah. but now it's just gone to a whole realm of just i look at this and i'm sorry to all you clowns out there that make these twitter accounts i laugh at you it's a joke i don't And by the way i've been trolled on trolled i'll get trolled after this i don't care you don't affect me there's nothing you can fucking do to affect me you know my, my family my friends know who i am but you got guys here that are putting on a unbelievable show every night and how do we know? We see the stats. So, I'll get the Nitzuchi's hands up your ass and you're talking as a puppy. I know, I know I, that's I get what's going
1: to it's going to be that. Well, you know what I what I found, Josh, and then we'll move on to some other cool things here, but what I found is this and and this is redundant and repetitive if i could do it all over again i would have done it different Uh, would i have stayed silent no because if you stay silent then you're hiding right and they tell you you're doing that if you say something if you bring out the brian thing you know it works against you except for you that you were honest about it but what i should have done if i could do it all over again i would have done everything totally different and what i found has been working is and this has been labor intensive but like we go back to the fact if somebody knows you or doesn't know you and, you know, you read a piece or an article or you read something that, that someone posts and then everyone has these ideas. Um, bottom line is I've been one at a time when someone has targeted me and, and I don't owe anyone anything. But I found that if I, instead of fighting back and, and threatening and being defensive and doing all the things that I did, if I just reach out to that person and say do you got a minute Mm. and this has happened to me more than once in the last two weeks and I've either through messaging or through mostly on the phone have said let's talk about this and by the time we're done talking usually that person has a different interpretation of what happened who I am what my participation is or isn't and it's the human aspect that we have gone away from because it's all Just this now. Nick,
0: because you're connecting on a human level, right? Yeah. And the reality of it is, is that these folks, a lot of them don't, you know, Nick, I I mentioned earlier, I was caught in a car with Vicodin's. I was in a wrong position, but nobody knows the story of why it was dismissed. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So all they do is they take the one bad and say, that's it. You were in that. Forget it was dismissed. And they run with that because they don't want to get to know the person. Who is that guy? Yeah. What is the circumstances around it? And that's what's going on with this. Look, man. Uh, you know, I, I I like a lot of. I was on Joey Ingram's podcast. I understand he has a job to do yeah. to get to the bottom of it, and I understand that his he he reads a lot of what his followers, and he's trying to. You know, this. You're trying to keep people happy. You know. Yeah. And and sometimes you know things get misconstrued in that. But I see that. Look, you guys are amazing, amazing guys. You yes. You learned a lesson through this. I think the show is going to be so much even more yeah. secured as it already is, from what I see. Yeah, that'll
1: be coming out soon,
0: and everything's going to be there. So,
1: yeah, and just like you mentioned, you know, once the dust cleared and you can clear your head, and you're not full of this, you know, like the first few weeks of it, it's like I mentioned already in another pod. You know, I called Joey and we talked about it, and I apologized to him. Not, not that I did anything, because like all I really did was just defend myself, and I didn't like some of the things, but. <clears throat> I really shouldn't have cared, yeah. and and I did, and you know that's the way it is. You live and you learn, and and I know you didn't. Yeah, I was gonna bring something up. I'm not gonna, but uh, let me ask you this. Tell me about what you saw going off of this subject now fuck it just who cares about that going tell me you mentioned uh live at the bike and when when you got there why when i started playing were you gone and tell me what you think and i am not looking for positive or negative i have honestly like i think the the bike thank god for them because they started it right and 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 it and it allowed me to get on that show have a love for poker that I have that I didn't have before have a love for the streaming aspect of it. And was, you know, gave me the ability to be in this position to have started this show. <clears throat> so, you know, honestly, I'm, I'm, I'm glad they're there and that it happened. And, and, you know, I wish that, uh, that that beef does get buried. I think we might be able to do that. We'll see what Houston and I can put together there. If, if the guys would just, you know, knock it off. Um, but So I'm not looking for positive memory, but tell me what you saw as far as the evolution of that and when it was great, when it was not. um, And then the evolution into Hustler Casino, which I want to talk about and want to have your feelings on it. So just tell me what you think about streaming and why did I not see you when I started playing?
0: Yeah, so I was there from probably 06 to late 17, 2000, early 2018 probably was my my last shows. So. I saw the whole evolution. I saw, look, I saw when, 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 you know, when a 5-10-20 game, people were having at that time, back in 06, 50, 60 grand, which at that time was a lot of money on the table. You know, it really, really was. It got some guys buying in for six figures. Yeah. Um. You know, it, it was always a popular show. To me, the brilliance of the show, and it always will be, is having the equal amount of recs to an equal amount of pros. Yeah. And what I saw what was happening there that was... I saw you it, it started becoming one wreck with a bunch of pros, you know, and, and that's not a good recipe for the wreck. Even mm-hmm. though, you know, I, I listen, if you go look up my stats on those 25, 50, 100 and 50, 100, 200 games, I won every time against Doug and Alec and all those guys. I, I crushed those games and that was me. I never, ever, by the way, me personally, you'll never, ever hear me demand who should be at a table or not i want everybody i want ivy i want Negranu, yeah. i want the one i want every fucking top player personally it doesn't mean nothing to me but the brilliance of the viewer of the show is to have an equal amount of rec versus pro because right. they get to see what they do against these guys and how they are i mean you're look at what you've morphed into so that's something that you could see the development of these people yeah um where where I saw it take off was when you guys started playing that wave of you, uh, Garrett. Uh, at the time, Art Pop, you know, Papazian was was on there, mm-hmm. uh, you know, and yeah, you mixed in your Matiso and and Hellmuth from yeah, time. Yeah, Dan Zach, Brian
1: Kim, absolutely, Brian on. Kim, all the killers.
0: Which, which, by the way, I've uh, looking in the camera. I've owned Dan Zach and Brian Kim. Let them say different. There's video footage of it on Live with the Bike. Yeah. Enjoy um, <laughs> it, enjoy it. <laughs> so, 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 uh, so, you know, for me, seeing it go from that group. Uh, into, you know, and I wasn't there. I got busy. You know, I I started that energy company you talked about, started doing really amazing things with the military. And I'm a guy that no matter how much I love poker, I focus on business first. And, I, and when I go all in and I got millions of dollars invested into something, yeah. then I focus on that. So I step back from poker, and I watched, though, every day. I watched every show you were on. I watched every show Garrett was on, The Phenomenon. Andy's one of my... Andy and I were part of that original crew with Harry and them. So, you know, I'm, I've known Andy, Andy for a long, long time. So I've watched you guys. And then I watched Hustler Casino Live uh, come out of that. And I was part of the original. You know, I was there for the first year. I did, I think I did 40, 40 or so shows. And seeing, knowing what it was and seeing what it, what, what it became was really spectacular. Because I know production value. I'm in the entertainment business.
1: Why do you think HCL is as successful as it is? What's your opinion?
0: It's it's first of all, it's dedication and passion. That's number one. but, you guys hired well. You you did you brought the right people on to develop and make it what it was production wise. The production value is second to none. And I'm putting that up against Poker Go. I'm putting that up against ESPN and their crew. Yeah. It's second to none. You the, the I mean, from the graphics to the camera angles to the shoots to everything. And that's the part that, you know, I don't think Ryan Feldman has time to Uh, get involved in scandals if people know what it takes to produce that show he is hands-on and people have even criticized him which bugs me out of even that maybe he should have somebody no dude the dude wants he's building this thing he wants it to be perfect ryan
1: ryan lives breathes drinks uh the show and production and the lineups and and everything else and you couldn't rip him out of there Little, you couldn't little rip him out of there if you... If you and that's
0: the quality you're getting. So yeah. when people sit back and say, wow, well, this other show put the same kind of equipment in there, it don't matter. You yeah. can bring the horse to water, but you got to get it to drink. And you guys are making it fucking gobble up lakes yeah. of water. I mean, it's it's amazing. And to see, by the way, the lineups. I mean, look at who the hell. You've had legends upon legends come on this show and play with regular players. And Ryan sticking to the format that I see that works. You know, Alan Keating is not a professional player. He plays a lot of poker, but he's not a pro. So when you put him at a table with Phil Ivey, that's kind of cool. You yeah. know, You know, you guys are doing yeah. that.
1: Yeah, well, a lot of our players too, like, were just foaming at the mouth to get a seat in those games because he's a legend. Yeah, and uh, yeah,
0: and Dewan. I mean, look, you guys had Tom Dewan. I mean, you know, I mean, I mean, the list goes on and on. I mean, JRB came in and won a million bucks in two right. days. Right. I mean, come on. What other? There's no show that's doing that outside of high stakes poker, which is seasonal. You guys get that every Friday at HCL.
1: Yeah, yeah. And uh, do you, <clears throat> real quick, want to tell? Uh, everyone about the 15K you're going to pay me in February?
0: So Nick and I have a prop bet and it's such an easy bet. So Yeah, for me. Nick makes it seem like like what he won on the show during a certain time was like 560 or 530 grand or whatever it is. We have it written down. And I said I can get that done. I said I can I'll pass that number and I'll do it in a certain amount of time. Now since I've been busy, I haven't come, but I'm so confident seeing how I could just go sit on a Friday, you know, and win it that Nick's going to pay me 30,000 to where if I don't do it that number I got to give him fifteen. So you
1: want to just buy out for fourteen? No, okay. no. I'm going to take All your right. money. <clears throat> I can't wait. Yeah. All right. Um, let's see. Uh, okay, so uh, who do you love? Not not because of plus EV, but who do you love playing with out of the hustler group? Like who do you enjoy sitting with most most mostly? My
0: my if 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 we're going to do this correctly, I'll I'll put a dream table together. Yeah. How about that? Yeah. Um. You won't realize this, but I I run really good against you. I mean, I we've got it all in several times, and I don't know if you remember. I've hit every every board. I've even hit one twice, and you had a straight. Yeah. And I and I. Yeah. And okay. So and I I'm in. Up, I'm so at the you're, table. So you're you're at the mm-hmm. table. I got I got you at seat. I, I got you at C two. How do you like that? <laughs> Seat.
1: Ah, the infamous feet you seat can't two. win if I'm in c yeah, 2 I though. want you at seat okay, 2 I want,
0: I want all the conspiracies <laughs> all I right, love it, it. Nick. All right, all right. Uh, seat 1 I put Andy seat 2 I put you seat 3 I put Garrett seat 4 I put Alan Keating because he's just fun he's... Oh, so you want to
1: play with killers
0: oh I want to play with killers okay go on Al- Alan Keating I want Ben because I'd love for him to just bug out on me like he did on Ron be, oh, shut the fuck up Ron you know that thing that would be hilarious <laughs> and, then, and, then, and then I would go um, let's see there's so many people that that really. I mean, I if we can get back some of the pros, you know, I would want to get back like a a David Pete because I, I thought he was fun oh, on the yeah, show during the time, and I'd like to get a, an Ivy and Dewan, you know. So I mean, if I had my choice to sit at a table, eliminate one of them to put me in, that's my that's my round table.
1: Okay, and now all the players you play with, I always ask everyone this: Who are the most challenging players to you, and why? Like, who who do you have the most trouble with? Or you think, for you, give you the toughest... uh,
0: I I don't run exceptionally well. uh, And it's very, very weird, you know. Um, Andy, I run amazing against. It's just always been for for many, many, many years ago.
1: You sound very superstitious.
0: I I have a weird thing. I run really good against Andy. But, you know, some folks who have called me... Ludicrous has gotten lucky on me. I mm-hmm. mean, you know, it's, it's you know, where I've had ace-king, he had ace-queen, he'd, you know, he, he'd he outflop me, whether it's ace-queen-king or something like that. Yeah. So he's he's gotten moments, uh, you know, and he knows this. I keep stats of mine and his heads up, and he's currently up five grand on us heads up. But he's had some very lucky hands, and he's, if anybody says he's not, I know you run good against him. He's hard to play against. Oh, him. I've always said that. He's yeah. very hard to play against. Yeah, he's, he's
1: not, of course, he's... He's
0: and he's player. loving right now. He's going to be jerking off that we gave him this shout out. He's going to like. Well, he does that anyways. Yeah, of he course. Can't he's get a sitting girl. there with yeah. all looped up, and he's going to do it. We okay. know it.
1: Well, yeah. I mean, why? Why stop progress? <laughs> um, uh, so, is he one of the toughest players you have to play against? He, he's, is that your answer?
0: He he is. He is. You know, and it's again, it's because his range is so all over the place that he could have it or not. I mean, he's just, he's that guy and he puts people in very uncomfortable positions. And to me, I think he's really shooting himself in the foot. He should be playing the bigger games more because I, I know people get concerned because of his style, but damn, he, he could mess with some people, man. He showed a good, I think he won a hundred K playing one of the big games once. So
1: yeah, yeah, no, he's, he's, he's a very thoughtful, talented player. Um, he does, he does have some blowups, but he, he's very tough to play against. Um, what about you as a player? What's your, what's your strengths? What's your weaknesses?
0: On Hustler, I showed a different side that people saw at the bike. And that's why if you see, I think I'm like on, on the actual stream, I'm up like 600 bucks. I'm not a losing player, but you know, that's not counting off stream. Cause after stream, I I've, I've crushed a lot. I've done really well. Uh, it's because I changed my game up, Nick. I'm, um, I, I, and I'm, I'm, Gonna pat you on the back a little bit, and the fans will have fun, like again saying how much I'm sucking your dick for this. But I watched you form what you've become now, and I'm emulating that. I'm changing things about myself that I never used to do before. Mm-hmm. You know, um, I do have gamble. You've you've literally talked to me and pulled me aside, saying, "Why would you do that when you have six thousand left?" And this and that. You know, we've had those conversations. Yeah, and that's the stuff I'm wanting to eliminate. But I, I like pleasing the fans too. So throwing out a 7,500 strato is kind of fun. I mean, it's good for the show. You know, I know it's, it's good dumb, for the <laughs> show. It's dumb. But, yeah. but it's dumb. But taking that out to become a more productive EV player is, is seeing what you do, you know, is, yeah. is something that um, I'm doing more for this stream than I did for the What, previous what
1: one. is your weakness in poker that you have to work on?
0: The tilting. Tilting. I, I'm a sore you... loser. You know, people equate it to like, oh, he's scared. It's not scared. I hate to lose. Yeah. Michael Jordan w- w- isn't on my level. I'm so, my wife will tell you, I will compete with her walking up a flight of stairs. I'm like, mm. I do not want to lose at anything. Yeah. I like to win in everything I do. So that's the thing that I've learned. I felt better on your show than I was. I mean, they've seen me at live at the bike, lose my shit. And just, I've, I straddled against Doug Polk, 10,000. I was like, let's go, you know, just let's go all in 10,000. You know, it's just not, it's not smart poker. Like you said, it's great for the show, but that's the thing I need to work on is, is that is, and, and I've seen, you know, I've seen you do it. I've, you've actually told me before at the table, get up and take a walk. You yeah. actually suggested, hey, why don't yeah. you go for
1: a walk? Yeah, go go blow some steam, man. Yeah. Like you're you're doing dumb shit. Oh, well, then I
0: went to Baccarat. Probably lost another fifteen. <laughs> <so it's like>
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, true killers in poker would never tell you to go take a walk. <laughs> That's but right. you're my friend, and like all these other guys, they're my friends. So if I see someone you know, in that spot, I, I, I prefer they go for a walk well, or, Nick, pick, or pick up or whatever, you know?
0: Listen, now, thanks to all these Twitter sites, I know all your tells what your hands are doing when you're strong. That's really and funny because <laughs> you told
1: me that. You told me that. Like, and, and now I have to think about it because you told me, I'm just going to say it. All right. You told me the other day because of all this stuff that's out there. You said, now, I don't know if it's true. You said when I have it, that that's when... I do this because I'm having a, a, a confident posture and I <clears throat> clear my throat, which I clear it all the time, so I don't know. But, and then you said when I don't, I open up and get more uh, not as confident posture. That's 100% true. So now I got to think, now I gotta it's think not, about this it's shit. not the
0: throat thing. You do the throat thing all the time. All right. You
1: do it excessive when, when I have you have it. it. When you have was excitement, I guess in the so because okay. you got a
0: heart on you your throat. No, no, know. <laughs> wow, <laughs> wow. No pun. Yes.
1: Okay. Uh, how about poker idols? Do you have any?
0: Did you have any? I listen. I idolize my mother, and and and. Your mother's a poker player. No, but I just idolize okay, her. Okay, so not so a poker idol. I don't have idols. I don't have <laughs> idols in poker. People I respect. Uh, okay, my, how about that? My, Who, my Mount, my my Mount Rushmore of poker. If I if it was like a sports team. Would be Phil Ivey first. I would go Daniel Negreanu second. I would go Tom DeWan third. Mm-hmm. And oh, it's just such a toss up for the last one. Uh, I want to put Helmut, but you know, be but the cash game things. I know he has a different perception, and he puts all these. You know, if he wins a hundred bucks on a live cash game, that counts as a win. Um, but but because of his tournament, I got I'll put him up there. He earns it. I mean, when you have that many bracelets, he'd be up there for me. I agree. Yeah.
1: I agree. All right. This is one that, I mean, shit, we've talked about everything. What's your thoughts on the September 29th incident?
0: You know, first of all, I, I, I don't know Robbie at all. Um, I know Garrett. I've respected Garrett. He's always been a gentleman to me. Yeah. Uh, never once uh, have we ever had a, a, an awkward exchange or anything. Mm-hmm. Um, I wish it all wouldn't have went down. Um, I think, look... Every poker player I've spoken to when they first heard of the incident said they thought there was cheating involved just because of how it played out and nobody can comprehend it. I personally, I can't see it. I'm not saying it's just because there's such a sophistication. I know people. Now you've will, changed
1: your mind like five times.
0: Dude, I've went back and forth. I know. It's a lot because, of people have. And and I've said it on Twitter. I'm on this side. Then I'm on that side. I'm like, because they're, you know, because sure. these guys look. Berkey and those guys did a good job of covering it, I thought, and yeah, Joey. and they, I, I they, agree. They brought some really good points out. And you're sitting there like, damn, I thought it was no way. And then you're like, on that side. So it's just hard for me to believe. And it has nothing to do with lie detector. I know too much about lie detector tests. They're good. They could make points. But there are definitely skillful people who can demolish them. That's what I can say. Um, so it has nothing to do with that. I just think that the woman... I, I if there was cheating, I, I just can't see it. it, it to me, I, got, I look at the people, and you have to be able to have the chutzpah to pull it off. And I don't see it, even if Brian was involved, I don't see it. Yeah, there's, it's just something there, and I'm trying to see it, I you know, it. because I respect. Again, I respect. I have so much respect. I treat others the way I want to be treated. Garrett has always treated me with respect, so I want to give him the benefit of the doubt. Like, yo, this. By the way, and the other part of him is, he makes p- some pretty sick reads in life. Every day when he plays, so you're like, "Damn, this dude's reads are so good." Sure. Maybe this is his read, and I his reads have been on point. So it's like so hard, but it's just I can't get myself over to the side. If I was in it, it was if I was a juror, to convict her, I couldn't do it.
1: Well, you can't not at that point with what you know. Although you could have your opinion on it, and you know, on the Garrett subject, you know, I agree with you. His reads are great. Uh, I know absolutely ten billion percent he believes it. So yeah. it, he's standing by his beliefs. He has the right to do that, um, whether he's right or wrong. And I know that I could I could say this, looking and this is like. But what we all have to remember, like now looking back on it from a ten thousand view with a ton of space in between the incident and now, I could say Garrett handled it wrong. Let me say this. He handled it wrong. He should have done this. He should have not taken the money. He should have uh, possibly not said anything till later. He should have handled it, all that. But what everyone doesn't understand, too, to his defense, is if you're not in his shoes feeling exactly what he felt, whether it's true or not, and thinking what he thought at at a 10 out of 10 in his mind you can't really judge what he did and how he did it and maybe he would change it if he could start over i don't know that i'm not saying he would but you just can't you can't put judgment on his actions because you weren't in his shoes it's like when i reference back to me it's like look if i could if you could just rewind the clock and i could make every decision again this would be a completely different scenario for me but i can't do that either can he don't know if he would want to. I'm just saying, so, you know, it's an unfortunate thing because, you know, if nothing happened, that's pretty horrible for a person to have to endure. Although it seemed like Robbie enjoyed the attention, but it's still a horrible thing. And if it did happen and it's not proven and, you know, Garrett has to go through this, it's a horrible thing. And so, you know, it's just, it's just, it's just unfortunate. L- listen, but, but and, good things will come out of it, and the good things that will come out of it is, you know, and when we put the report out, I believe it'll be after Thanksgiving, sometime, because a lot of work has been put into this. Everyone, they do not understand. There has been interviews upon interviews. Investigators. They don't know this, how
0: much work and money was spent over into six this. figures. okay? Yes.
1: and so what was my point. My point is. I'm old and I got to remember Your my point, point
0: was you were saying that how much work was put into all yeah. this to get to the answer that's going to come out. And Garrett basically, it, look, I, I, let me follow up with you saying that I feel bad for both sides because I'm just, I'm a man of faith. You see all my crosses and everything on me. Yeah. I feel bad for both sides. I, I do believe in my heart, Garrett feels in his heart. That's what happened. And we don't know, you know and I, I don't know. You and I are friends. You've never said this, and I'm gonna say this on the record. You've never told me anything about where the reports are leading or anything. We've no. never had that no, conversation. I, I won't do it. I'm saying uh, nor it now. Nor will I give my opinion. And I'm saying now, my opinion, you can't. I can. I don't think, th- th- I've seen it all, Nick. I've watched everything over and over again. I can't find I can't find it except the action of her calling. You understand yeah. what I'm what saying? I was,
1: what I was, th- I forgot, here I remember yeah. now. What I was saying, the good things that's gonna come out of it is this. This may sound funny, but you find out who your friends are. Mm. So there's been a real pruning for me. So I think that's a good thing, even though inside I'm a pretty sensitive guy and a lot of things have hurt me that people that I don't have a relationship with anymore. But I think ultimately it's a good thing because I found out who's really had my back. But the good thing for the poker community will be this. And this is something that... Um, it's just, the, it's, it, it, I made a comment once. I think I made a comment and I got roasted for it by like, if Garrett didn't do this, we wouldn't all be going through this. Or I, I said something and they were like, let's naive of me because like this needed to change. I do agree with that. And the good thing that will come out is when, when we put the report out or when we finally say what it is, like there's been a complete overhaul to our system, to our production during, um, uh even thanksgiving week when we're off we're going to be doing a ton more stuff logistically for everything new tables coming in so there's there's all these other things we use these this is no big deal but we use these anti i forget what they called these bags now if you come play one's on your seat you have to put all your shit in it you zip it up nothing can penetrate any waves whatever uh this happening you can't bring anything in and there's like a ton of other internal stuff so the good thing about that is is nothing could ever be a thousand percent safe but but it's going to be 10x 20x better and we'll share it with the lodge we'll share it doug could come down and see everything we're doing and and anything he wants to mirror or have or duplicate same with the bike um because that is good for poker and so that will be well the Doug good don't thing. see
0: you as a competitor you see that's the other thing too how much poker do you watch nick a lot right you're a yeah. big fan yeah you're a fan of poker yeah i love poker you love poker and there are people that can watch hcl and live at the bike totally. and the loach there's people that can do that it's i do it i you know i love poker i love yeah. watching it there's enough room for everybody but i will say this about you guys you, nobody even took into consideration. Maybe you guys blew up so much bigger and faster than even you guys expected to. Well, of course we you did. You believed you would, but you didn't know you would. There's a difference. We had
1: expectations, and they were exceeded by like a, like fifty percent. Like it it, 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 Of course.
0: So, so that needs to let's take let them take a breather to adjust. Then yeah. let's let's help them make their show better, not accuse them yeah. to make their well, show better.
1: but I want that is true. But I want to take accountability when. And it's to your point. The accountability that I take, Ryan does too, but I'm speaking for me, in fairness to him, is uh, everything did happen so fast, and things went at warp speed, and there were so many things that I work on on the show and the business end of it that if I could do it over again, yeah, now everyone will get a background check. Was that a was that a mistake from me? Yes, I everyone you know piled on me and said, how can you hire this guy? Well. It was someone that's in the poker community and they were intern-ish and you know, it just happened. There's no excuse, right? That that should be done. You should be vetted, especially if you're in that. We should have had this differently. This should have been set up that way. We should have like there's so many things that I absolutely one thousand percent know that could have even been stronger, even with with no excuse of the growth. Mm. And but that also is a learning lesson and something that you can't go retro and and wind back the clock all you could do is get better and stronger so anyways so yeah so agreed
0: i'm 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 very very happy to where this is going i've seen what you guys have done i'm proud of it i think the show's only going to get bigger and bigger uh and i can't wait i will be back uh we we wrap up our pre-pros so let's say i'm planning on being back in the very 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 near future well you future. better
1: get your fucking ass moving cuz you only have till february 1st to have won five hundred and sixty thousand, you're drawing so dead. I mean, if you want to, if you want <laughs> your out,
0: show, your Fridays are amazing. Yeah, I can play two go, Friday shows. But you in can LA. play two Fridays. Listen to me. Listen to me. If Nick, million by if the Nick A can win four hundred thousand on a Friday show, listen, I could. Listen, okay.
1: Listen. You're gonna. You're gonna. And go hey, no lose, disrespect. You're Nick gonna a. go. You're gonna go lose twenty million to try to win thirty k. Yeah. <laughs> That's what you're gonna do. Let's see. We'll see. All right. We'll see how it goes. I can't wait. I can't wait. I Excellent. can't wait. Uh okay. Any other any other like so as far as uh business or personal goals, what's next for you? What do you well, what we, do you expect we, out of yourself? Listen,
0: listen. I, I um I, I, I live my life independently, but I lean conservatively. And with that, uh the whole reason of my studio being formed was because I'm not a part of this woke. Uh, everything has to be in alignment to one way. I believe in free speech. I believe believe that the product we put out, people should be able to say and speak and do their minds. And my whole studio is about truth. Everything we're doing is based on, we're going to tell everything without having no concerns. And and we're going to tell it from a side that is... Uh, caring for all sides, yeah. uh, you know, but but we're going to be able to speak our minds, and that's why we're doing it. We 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 took on the project of the botched Afghanistan pullout. We took the rights of the right hand of the prime minister of Afghanistan. It's called Operation Pineapple Express. Today it may change uh, to ten days in Kabul. We're working on that right now. We're excited about that. We got some we got some generals. We got some big players involved right. in that who are involved in a deal. So we're doing some really exciting stuff. But it's in alignment. Why? I... I started this studio, and my partners are with me. Is because change, the current Hollywood game is not working. It it, it's bully game, and we're not scared. We're not concerned because there's a lot of celebrities that feel like we do and want to be with us because they won't work. And but they're with us. They don't care because we now are talking to thousands of theater chains that want to distribute what we. You
1: will be. You already know this. You will be attacked big time fresh right you yeah I have I mean, been. it should be continual
0: i and and that's okay you know what i'm that guy up there that that power that supreme being he's got my back and he's always had my back and always let me land on my feet i'm not afraid i'm you not scared should, of anybody
1: you should per, you should do like a poker story maybe
0: yeah i think uh <laughs> i think i'm in
1: talks of, are you in of, talks with of, the with, people with, with okay. somebody doing that well do you happen to have any connections with danny devito uh because and, the word on the street is that's who should play me
0: Oh, interesting. That's yeah. that. That's what I heard too. Somebody said Danny DeVito.
1: Yeah, I mean, so if you could land Danny DeVito, he might be able to stick the landing on this. L- listen, he could sit and see listen, two in seat too. Listen, I said
0: it to you as we were walking in. You you tower <laughs> over me. I think you would you, you would you're a bit too tall uh, for Danny DeVito to play you. But you know, I will I will say this. Um, you and I will have a conversation before I leave about some business and what I think okay. we could do together. Cause sure. I think that number one, uh, no matter what people say and tweet about you and, and, and your partner, I think you guys got a nose for how things should be. And I, yeah. I my, my studio would love collaborating with you. Well,
1: guys. I do appreciate your support. You've supported me from the very beginning. Uh, I won't forget that. Um, you actually went, took a lot of heat. You battled for me, but um, which I'm glad you're not anymore too. Cause I don't want to see you taking any of that heat either. It's, it's, it's good to just I just ignore now and block. But so let me ask you this question. What do you want to, anyone that doesn't know something about you or any last comments? Is there anything you want to say before we before we bring this thing to you? Yeah,
0: it? I mean look, I'm I'm a hard nosed guy. I'm a New Yorker. I come off as a dick sometimes. I get it. Uh, I'm a caring guy. I'm giving. I mean the dealers every dealer will tell you. I know there's people that have tipped a lot to Mr. Beast and all that, but I've given thousands of, and not because I'm trying to show off a bravado, I actually care about people i i give to care about people so that dickness yeah. you see sometimes that's not really me i'm i'm i got a soft heart i cry my wife made me watch this fucking show called from scratch on netflix i was crying like a baby okay <laughs> i have i have emotional side to me you know yeah. so uh, as as tough as the exterior is you know i have that 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 Feelings inside, so sure. I think people misread that a lot, you know. Yeah. And I hope that this interview can let them realize that that guy ain't so bad, you know, he's actually a good guy. Yeah, well, you know how it goes, we'll see. Sinatra says, Kill them with massive success, right? I, uh,
1: again, I, yes, that that it, his his quote is, The best revenge is success. I love it. it, of course, but you know, like, I'm not that's the thing, like, I know this is crazy. I'm not looking for that. Like, I really had a pivot. This wasn't planned. We were going to end the show. No. I had such a pivot about a week ago. And my pivot is, it was like, how do you say it? An epiphany? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's epiphany. Epiphany. That's what yeah. I'm saying. I knew yeah. I didn't know how to yeah. say it. I epiphany. Yeah. Uh, Tiffany's epiphany. <laughs> All
0: right. <laughs> uh,
1: basically, it's like this. It's like, look, man, I just, I just don't want that fight. I I don't, I'm a fighter. And, and if I, if I'm pushing the corner, even now I'll, I'll go, but I, I just want to, I want to run this show. I want to do it. Uh, like I've been doing it, but better obviously now with, with some things. Um, people who support me that actually know me and really care about me and love me. That's what I want to put my time and intention into. I, I don't want to put any more time and attention to people that I have no desire to have a relationship with, and they have no desire to have one with me or don't want to really know me. And like, I've had to really have to, had to come to Jesus on that, right? Like, it's just as like one of those things. And it's, I would I sign up to do this all again for the last 45 days? No, probably not even though the takeaway will be so good for me because it was so painful. But um, but the positive EV that's going to come out of it for me will be worth it because, I have learned a life lesson I've never been in this position before right Right. so I've learned a life lesson of what to do what not to do and if ever in this position again how to handle myself and so I do plan on taking that and putting it in uh, to work in my life so you know for me that's how I look at it and and I'm gonna I'm gonna keep it as a positive I'm gonna I'm gonna surround myself with the people that love and care about me which I have a lot and uh and I'm just gonna keep having fun playing on my fucking poker show and and that's all and that's why you built it was to do it and for me
0: just so you know when we do do make the movie you'll play yourself no shit very simple
1: oh my gosh done Danny DeVito
0: well that maybe we'll call you that Danny DeVito
1: <laughs> all right this is the
0: Nick Fertucci
1: show I am Nick Fertucci with Josh Machiello and that is all we got envy out
0: peace <laughs>